0: This is Candid Conversations with Dr. Mayfield, a podcast that resources families and friends with tools to have important conversations about mental and emotional health. This show is sponsored by Mayfield Counseling Centers, helping you find clarity, hope, and purpose. Here's your host, Trevor Sheeran. Thank you for joining us on Candid Conversations. We are so glad to be here. I'm Trevor Sheeran, joined as always by Dr. Mayfield. Hey, And today we're talking about a uh, conversation that uh, honestly, I'm not entirely sure where it's going to go. Uh, But we're going to talk about nostalgia, Mm. uh, primarily what it is, Mm -hmm. and then whether or not it's a good or bad thing. Um, Which always good. (laughs) Always good? I think so. Always. It's never (laughs) been bad. No, it's ever. Period. We'll we'll, we'll go there. You heard it here. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dr. Mayfield. what is nostalgia?
1: What does this phrase mean? I think a lot of times it's looking back on past events is uh, better than they actually were, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think, think, um, or remembering things. You know, I think this is just how our brain assimilates things in in a lot of ways. um, You know, I don't know if it cope is the right word, but uh, I think it's our way of, of uh, looking fondly on the past versus, you know, editing out some of the things that have, bad. I think another way to look at it too, I always tell my clients this idea of state emotions, Mm S-T-A-T-E, just our body's way of remembering. And our body's always, our brain is always uh, taking in information, even when we're not paying attention, you know, uh, sounds, smells, you know, taste, touch, that kind of stuff. Um, And I use this example all the time that uh, one of my most nostalgic smells is honeysuckle. Mm -hmm. Uh, If I go into a candle store or I walk down the street, we we don't have it here in Colorado as much, but uh, the honeysuckle plant was was everywhere in my grandmother's yard in California. Yeah. And, you know, I uh, had a lot of good memories of playing in that backyard and swimming in the pool and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And so when I smell it, I get taken back to that feeling, that euphoria, that, yeah. that that memory. And I could put myself, even if I think about it right now, back in her backyard. That was a five and a half, six, seven, eight-year-old perspective. Yeah. Um, and so um, I don't remember, unless it was traumatic, I don't remember much of the the bad stuff. I remember that kind of that nostalgic right. piece. Well, one of the things we, we, you brought up before we started, started recording was this, uh, uh, why, why are the nineties yeah. so nostalgic? <laughs> Which,
0: okay. Honestly, maybe a little bit of the millennial in or, me. or
1: the eighties, yeah. you know, for, but you know, as we start seeing, it's funny. Cause Sarah and I were talking about this yesterday. I'm like, shoulder pads back in style <laughs> yeah. and and uh oh, we have our cousin living with us right now and she started laughing she's in her you know early 20s and she goes no they're trying but it's not it's not going to happen yeah. you know or parachute pants or you know yep. i mean uh the flat top the or cycle of fashion right you know the, the mutton chop sideburns oh, a lot gosh. of you know, it's uh but what you know what how do you how do you experience nostalgia how do you yeah. see it Well, you touched on
0: something that I think is really important, that sense of smell uh, has a strong connection to our memory, Mm. uh, stronger than some of our other senses, Mm -hmm. for sure. And so being able to smell something that brings you back is such a common experience. Mm. Um, I think for me, I've recognized, I recognized pretty early on because during high school, I was miserable. I was depressed. I was self-harming I was trying to kill myself like all of these things Mm -hmm. so it wasn't like wasn't a good time right (laughs) and there shouldn't be anything that I like look back on it and I'm like oh that was so like I liked that time Mm -hmm. but there are times when I look back on that season and I'm like oh like things were nice back then And and recognizing kind of I I, I call it a little bit of the Michael Scott syndrome. So Michael Scott, those that don't know, is a character from The Office show, uh, and he has several pretty rough relationships through the seasons. And at one point he goes back and he tells all he contacts all of them because he has um, essentially ingrown hair on his lip that he thinks is herpes and a whole story. But he 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 calls them and he's trying to have this rekindling of the romance with each person, even though, you know, one abused him and another one he proposed on the third date and like all of these things that just don't make sense, but his heart is like longing to go back to that time. And I think Mm -hmm. we can so often romanticize Mm -hmm. the past and especially in moments of distress we can say, like,
1: oh, things yeah, weren't this bad they back then. That bad. What are you talking about?
0: Yeah, no. Even though they probably weren't all that different.
1: No. And I think that's, uh, it's the, I think it's the, the taking a look at the past through the eyes of our maturity and our experiences mm-hmm. today that I think that changes that, right? So yeah. I could sit here today going, you know, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is hard, this is hard, this is hard. Man, I wish, you know, there was such a simpler time back when we first got married. Well, no, I was in grad school and we were barely scraping two pennies together and that was stressful. Yeah. But why was that nostalgic? Well, it was, uh, yeah. I don't, you know, and so I think it's, it's okay to to re- reflect on those kind of things. I do think though, you asked the question, is nostalgia good or bad? I think it's good in a lot of ways because it it is a chance for us to reflect on, on our past and our fond memories, yeah. maybe to reintegrate some of the things that we did back then into now, Yeah. you know, please no shoulder pads or parachute pants or, you know. <laughs> Those kind of things, but it could be a, a chance for us to, to to reflect, to give thanks, and then to make sure that we're taking advantage of those yeah. moments. Now, it could be bad though if we get stuck there. And I and I you know I joke that there's no bad, but there is bad because yeah. I think there's you've met those people that are like not at all engaged on the present yeah. or their future. They're always just uh, yeah. fawning over the past. Yeah,
0: and I think I mean I I'm I enjoy the world of uh, nerdiness and there's a lot of nostalgia pieces in the nerdiness. And I've seen some individuals who are so invested in collecting comic books from, you know, decades ago and memorabilia. um, And I've seen two sides of this, the side that incorporates it into their daily life where they get to interact with people in stores about hey, did you ever read this one? It was so good. It really reminds me of what they're trying to do now. Mm. Really taking it and engaging it into the here and now. Mm -hmm. The other side is an isolated Mm. version of that where I don't want to interact with the now because the now isn't comfortable. And I think I'm recognizing just even as we're talking, how much of nostalgia can kind of be a distress tolerance tool Mm. Mm -hmm. where things feel really hard right now. So I'm going to jump back in time to where I've kind of lost the memories of what wasn't so good. Right. Um, I think that we do that. I think that as a culture, we're slowly seeing that too Um, because it seems, and some of this is me as a 26 year old, I've only had that much life experience and less so that I can actually like draw from, (laughs) but it seems as though nostalgia has grown in intensity over the past decade or so. And, I would say probably uh, three decades. Three decades. So it probably last 30 years. And I think for me at least, and probably some other people from my generation, some of that has to do with how the world has changed since the millennia. And mm-hmm. if I remember when I was six years old, I was celebrating my birthday on the day of um, Columbine. Mm-hmm. And Columbine was – horrible and shocking to the culture and devastating. And then two years later, 9-11 happens and the same process of horrifying, unexpected, how could this be part of reality? And as we have gone through the past almost two, well, yeah, two decades, it seems like things like at least Columbine, not so much 9-11, but Columbine, are frequent and commonplace and just to be expected. And so I think there may be a part of our society that longs to go back to a time before the things that hurt so bad.
1: Well, and I also think, as you say that, I've been thinking about, um, you know, the iPhone just celebrated its 12th birthday. Yeah, Right. So social media, uh, Internet, Internet Mm -hmm. came out in what, 90, to the public in 94? To the public, yeah. In 94 and and i think a lot of us at least in my generation yearn for the simpler times of you know the house phone with the cord mm-hmm. and the you know he had to get up and turn the channels on the tv and you know we weren't we were more connected with people in our neighborhood and our right. family than we were on online and i think there's there's parts of me that yearn for that as well yeah. because that was more a, a at least the appearance of a more of a simpler time but then i remember vividly remember sitting in my living room in california and my mom and dad turning the tv on and you know um uh, iraq war happened Mm -hmm. in 89 you know i remember the challenger explosion in Mm -hmm. you know so i there's you know there's i think there's every generation's got their uh moments of totally of uh Events that they wish, okay, before that happened, it was so much simpler. Yeah. But I do think you're right that uh, since Columbine, you know, it's been every year something has yeah. has happened, right?
0: Yeah, and if we're f- if we look at nostalgia from this perspective of distress tolerance, it makes sense that we would want Pokemon back, or that we would want had, '90s shows back, have back, or. Oh, we do. I know. We do. Okay. We've gotten real good (laughs) as as uh, the kids who grew up on that have been able to create games. We've we figured it out. But it makes it makes a lot more sense Mm -hmm. from that perspective. And I think that I think the beauty of it, like you know, we talk about that bad of being stuck in it or so focused on it, or you know, anytime we use a distress tolerance skill to just escape Mm -hmm. and not engage and grow through and work through it can be more harmful than it is beneficial. The beneficial part is I'm actually going to go with the Pokemon Mm -hmm. idea of years ago we had Pokemon go come out, which was where you had your phone and it was connected to the GPS and you walked around and you tried to collect Pokemon and for at least a full month, you would find people walking around with their phones and, like, looking up and taking pictures. And then you'd be creating like...
1: traffic jams. Pokemon and... Go? What yeah. color?
0: And, like, so there was this, this strange connection that happened at the same time. And I think that was really beautiful because it drew us together and it made us remember together some of the things that we loved about that series and that time of life. And we're able to pull it into our current lives right. and say, like, hey, you want to, like go to this place. I heard that they have
1: this thing. Let's go together. Yeah. And for those of us that are older, geocaching. Totally. <laughs> right? is totally. That, is that where no phone, you know, you have your phone out because you're and you're looking at coordinates and yeah. all that kind of stuff. My father and mother-in-law just I mean, they're still, they have a geocaching bag and we go, ahead, <laughs> and, we go and it's fun. It is fun. But it's, I think it's some of that nostalgic piece too of yeah. tromping through the woods and finding things and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but you, you think of, uh, what was it? What uh, there's th- how many uh, Despicable Me's are there? Despicable three, me- I so think. So three. So um, the su- the second one with the the little bratty kid that is that the second one? I've only uh, seen. I don't remember. I haven't. But seen that's. Many. But I think that's a bad. Exa- that's an example of a bad bad nostalgic mm. because he was this you know 1990s 1980s like uh, kid um, wizard um, actor you know and and he got all the fame and yeah. then when his voice changed and he got pimples, you know, all that kind of stuff, but he stayed in that character even into adulthood and he wouldn't let it go. And, you know, that was his persona. I think all of us have friends from high school that are like, yeah, you haven't really grown up, you know, and I know I'm coming up, you know, on my (laughs) 20, my 20 year reunion. And it'd be interesting to go back and see who's changed. Who's not. Yeah. Who's held on to the the nineties and who's, you know, moved on. And, you know, you're, not as far removed from high school, but I still think the same thing, right? Totally. Who is who has stayed in that? Yeah. Uh, and I think a lot of uh, what we find too is is, in, and I'm not dissing this because I think there's a real outlet for people, but um, video games. Like, mm-hmm. how much? I mean, I've I've know people that are, you know, video games six seven hours a night yeah. after they get home from work, and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, you know, right. that, that, that could be nostalgic. Totally. So, my question for you is, what? what is nostalgia providing us hmm. so if we are nostalgic if we are stuck in nostalgia if that's something what what is that what need is being met hmm and i asked that question so it gives me a chance to think about it myself yeah. cuz i'm not
0: i think it's multifaceted i think so too i mean obviously like i mentioned before that distress tolerance being able to escape to a different time mm-hmm. i think that i think that also one thing that I've realized in my life of um, there will be times when, like, I wish I could go back and do high school over as me now. Oh, oh, 100%. Because I, I would be so great
1: at okay. all at my, of the Look things. at my hair. Like, my hair was is cool now. <laughs> right. And I, I look like, a you know, or no.
0: <laughs> and I think some of that, what I'm realizing is that more than likely, Trevor, 10 years from now, will be able to say the same thing about Trevor now. Mm-hmm. And that it's just a matter of competency and confidence. And I've been there. I remember that I grew through it. I learned things afterwards and feeling like now, because I've learned things, I could go back and do that better. And there's a sense of like, almost this, like I would be a super person Mm. if I could go back in time and do that over. Mm. And, And so it, in a strange way, for me at least, can boost my confidence of, you know, if I look back on some of the YouTube videos back in 2000s, like, the quality of content was sometimes there. <laughs> no, that <no, it> was <laughs> And chocolate rain. <laughs> uh, and then there, you know, some of the production value and being able to think, like, if I compare myself to that... Like, yeah, I'm doing a really great job, but that's an unfair comparison in a way that kind of boosts my ego, right. but isn't
1: realistic. So you want to be Marty McFly?
0: Yeah, cause and go back to
1: the future. Yeah,
0: then I'd invest in Apple and Amazon and Google, Starbucks
1: and, and... Starbucks, and
0: you know, just <laughs> ma- You know, it's all about money, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's well, funny, I, I mentioned Marty McFly to somebody the other day, and they're probably in their early 20s, and they looked at me like. I'm like, come on, seriously? You have Join no me idea? in the nostalgia. <laughs> you have no <laughs> idea who Back to the Future is and all that kind of stuff. And it was, I mean, it's hilarious. Or, you know, when I'm in class teaching uh, and and it's funny because, you know, students are getting younger and younger and I'm getting older and older. But I. Funny know, how I, time works I, that time like. It's interesting. How, and I'll just go Bueller, Bueller, and nobody knows what I'm talking about. I'm like, you got guys. We're going to just take class time and watch movies because yeah. you need to help me out here. But But that's those comments that I make like that and things that, you know, that's, that's nostalgia.
0: Yeah. Right. And connecting. And you're, connecting. you're trying to find a way to connect yeah, right. with another person. Whenever I bring up the office or Lord of the Rings or anything in that realm, there's an immediate connection that's made mm-hmm. because they know, and right. we have things to talk about and we can, we can engage in that way.
1: So, I, you know, I'd like our listeners to email us. What what are you nostalgic about? It'd be fun to do a survey on that. We'll post it on our, our Facebook and, um, you know, YouTube. But it'd be yeah. interesting to get some comments back on what is your nostalgic uh, piece. Yeah. And I'll
0: say it before anybody has the chance to say it. Like saying I'm nostalgic for a time before Candid Conversations is not the right answer. That's not okay. <laughs> that, that, that That's hurtful. That's really hurtful. <laughs> My sarcastic, cynical brain just went right there. Yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> and I think we can do that too. Okay. Right, oh, like, yeah. There's the side of nostalgia too that isn't that romantic, beautiful, like, oh, I wish it was back then. Uh, but also, it can be a, a negative, like, I wish this didn't exist. Like, right. before taxes. <laughs> I
1: don't
0: think there was a, There was no. No. Wasn't. Mm-hmm. Bef- yeah. Before death. Right. Same thing. Yeah, so it all existed.
1: So, before we totally blow this episode up, uh, email us, candid at Mayfield Counseling, uh, or post on Facebook or social or on YouTube and let us know what you're nostalgic for. We'd love to read that. that. So, thanks for joining us today.
0: Thank you for joining Candid Conversations. If you would like more information, you can email candid at MayfieldCounseling.com or call 719 452 4803.